Hello, hello, Angel Muffins. It is me, MLB, back with another episode of the Mary Lacey Bank Show. So I'm coming off of such a wild weekend. First of all, Taylor Swift just dropped Fearless, her newly recorded version, Obsessed, Loving. I love Taylor Swift. Like, eat, sleep, breathe. Whenever I'm in a moment in my life where I'm like, hmm, MLB, what do I want to listen to? Taylor Swift, always a go-to. Like, Taylor Swift, yes. To me, it really oscillates between Taylor Swift, Drake, or John Mayer. Like, I mean, and I just kind of rotate, you know? They're just, they are my ride or die. Oh, wait, what am I saying? How can I forget Machine Gun Kelly? Okay, yeah, so think of the singers that I love in my life like a square. So we got Taylor, MGK, Drake, John Mayer, and I just kind of like ping pong between the four. Also this weekend, I went to Summerfest, which Summerfest is one of my absolute favorite things to do. My twin sissy and I go just about every year. And it is just such a special place to be. It is a music festival up in uh, Milwaukee and it's outside. I love out I love outdoor venues, you guys. So this year we saw Zach Bryan. So I, I just want to say a little segue about this whole sitch. So we decided to see Zach Bryan. We bought these tickets back in like I was still at my old job. So I think we bought them back in like January. So at the time, I was in like a huge Zach Bryan phase. Like, you know, it was winter. I was driving back and forth two hours to my job. His songs are very like in your feels and whatever. So with that being said, I won't say I was disappointed. It, obviously, it was a great concert. It was a great concert. But like as I was there, I just feel like the songs reminded me so much of like a time in my life that I really didn't like that it kind of like took me back. You know, I think that's what's so cool about music is it can like transport you back in time. So Anyway, that was a little weird, but you know, I just, I just danced it off. Also this weekend. So yesterday, you guys, I went to an Indian sweat lodge. So I have wanted to go to an Indian sweat lodge for years, like for so long. And what first made me want to go was when I was living in Durango, um, you know, it's right by the four corners area of the country. So I was like surrounded by so many Indian tribes and I wanted to go to like, you know, like the real deal, like an authentic Indian sweat lodge so bad. And here's what I didn't realize. I honestly had no idea what an Indian sweat lodge was. I just wanted to go. So with that being said, last week, my gal pal, um, hit me up. She was like, what up MLB, MLB want to go to a sweat lodge? Obviously I said, yes. So I totally manifested that situation. It took like four years to get here, but it finally did. So never give up, Angel Muffins. So I went to an Indian sweat lodge, with that being said, oh my God, it was by far the most intense experience I have ever had in my life. I'm not going to get into it too much right now because me and my girlfriend, we're going to record a podcast like all about our experience. Um, and about the ceremony and everything, but it was just so intense and I'm just going to leave it at that. I literally slept like 12 hours last night and, um, I definitely felt refreshed. I'll just say that. So also this weekend, 
I am preparing to move. So I am moving. Next Monday is my official move-in day. And so with that, I have been preparing for the move. And right now I'm living in my daddy-o's basement. And I still have so many of my things from like 10 years ago in this house. So I'm going through all of them and I'm getting ready for the move. And that's what I've been doing all day. Wow. So I came across old journals that I had from literally 10 years ago. And first of all, I'm so happy I kept my journals. So if you are thinking about getting rid of your journals, I highly recommend keeping them because I do. I just think it's so wonderful to be able to it, it. It's like a time machine. Like how special is that? So I was going back through my journals and it was so cool to see how much I've grown and also how much I'm still very much the same. So most of the journals I found were from when I was like 19 and 20. And that was during my first spiritual awakening. And it was such a fun time in my life. I just remember it was such a magical time to be alive. I don't know if you guys had this experience, but for me, like 1920 was just so, it was so new, you know, I was like new, I felt new and shiny, if that makes sense. Uh, and it was also, you know, it was the first time I was able to like make my own choices, my own decisions without running them by my parents you know, I was new to college. I was new to having, you know, like a, a really regular job. So anyway, such a such an interesting time. But I think the coolest thing that I realized is that I knew exactly who I was at 19 and 20. And I didn't even realize it. Like I was able to tell you back then all of the things that interest me right now. And all of the things that I dream of right now are the same things I was dreaming of when I was 19 and 20. And I don't know when this happened in my life, but it happened somewhere. I want to say it happened right around like 23, 23, 24. And I was just talking to my friend Jeremy about this earlier this week. So I think right around 23, 24, I just decided that, and this is so weird to talk about, but I will. I just decided that it was way too hard to be different and I wanted to be like everyone else. So I I just remember like turning my back on my spirituality, turning my back on my hippie woo-woo self, turning my back on all of these things. And instead, I was just so dead set on, you know what, I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to get a four-year degree. I'm going to work on my wifey skills. Literally, you guys, these were thoughts I had. I'm going to work on my wifey skills, such as cooking, cleaning, and whatever. And I am just going to do my best to find a relationship, get married, and have kids. Because that, to me, seemed so much easier than creating my own path. And I really spent like so many years of my life just jamming a square peg into a round hole until you know finally you just give up on that. And it becomes too much work. And now I'm right back to where I started. So moral of the story is, is that it is what I, what I have found is it is actually way easier to just be yourself, 
even if being yourself means you're not like everyone else, even if being yourself means that you might be different than those around you and that you have to create your own rules and your own path, um, it's like you have those tools in you to create that life and it actually is easier. I think it's way harder to go to go against your nature and to lie to yourself and to suppress yourself. So that is that. That is that. So I am so excited for this new chapter. And I think it's so special too that I get to move into this new apartment at the at the very middle of the year. You know, like we are we are basically halfway through the year and I get to now move into this apartment. And I just think it is going to be such a special time because this is this is my last year of my 20s. Like I am going to be spending my last year of my 20s in this apartment. I will turn 30 in this apartment and um I'm just really excited. I know I've talked about this a little bit on my podcast and I want to dive into it a little bit more here. So I have declared this year of my life preparing for a new decade because that's what I'm doing. You know, this is my last year of my 20s and next year I will be 30. I will be in a new decade. It'll be a totally new chapter. And something that is so amazing about time and getting older is that it really, at least for me, it lights a fire under you um, to make things happen. And while I say that, and, and if you're feeling it too, I encourage you not to make rash decisions in like a, like an impulse, an impulsive way. Um, you know, when I say preparing for a new decade and the fire being lit under me, for me, it's really more of a fire being lit under me to, um, to really come home to me so that I can have a clear foundation to launch from. I think something that, um, I can see from hindsight is that a lot of decisions I have made have been incredibly impulse, impulsive and, have, and haven't come from a clear why or a clear direction. It was more of just like I felt the fire, I felt the anxiousness, and I would just make, you know, decisions. <laughs> and um, that's not always the best. Um, I just, anyway, yeah, come, come home to you. So preparing for a new decade. So um, one of the things that I wanted to do in preparing for a new decade is um, I really wanted to be completely self-sufficient. Although, yes, I have been paying my own bills. I have been, you know, doing all of those things. Um, I have uh, for the last year and a half, I had a roommate and um, and I think it still felt it, it felt a little like codependent. And I think going into my 30s, I really want to be an independent person. I want to know that I can provide for myself, that I can do it for myself and just really feel that freedom. So I'm so happy that I have this opportunity. I'm so happy that things in my life led me here to make this happen. And so here is what I'm calling my apartment. I am calling it the Sky Castle. So I'm calling it this because it is on the second floor and it just kind of, you know, it feels like a castle to me. And, you know, my intention for this place, first of all, let's talk about decorating. I am so excited to just make this place look however the hell I want it to look. 
up until this point, I have only ever lived in apartments that have already been furnished. So this is my first time to just like decorate myself. And also, here's something that's really interesting. So for a long time, I was super into like the whole neutral, you know, um, Pinterest, all, all things white, all things taupe and gray. And for whatever reason, I am like so averse to that right now. Like, I feel like I have the rest of my life to live in a house that's like neutral and chill. And I really, I, I still have, um, I don't know what to call it, but I just still have like um, maybe I don't want to call it teenage girl energy, but maybe it is that like needs to be expressed. Do you know what I'm saying? So to me, when I think about my sky castle, I want I just want leopard print everywhere. Do you know what I mean? I want leopard print. I want pink. I want like posters of. <laughs> OK, I don't even. So, OK, yeah, I do. I, I got to be honest with, with what I want, you guys. And this vision is still. um coming to life in real time but I'm just going to express it here so I truly want posters of Machine Gun Kelly and Taylor Swift and John Mayer and all these things and um I I just want it to look very shabby chic I really don't want anything to match I want it to be very loud and um just I, I want yeah I, I just want it to be really loud and just fun and I'm so excited for it. My sister told me when I told her this, she was like, oh, my God, Mary, you you realize like you cannot bring men back to your apartment like they will absolutely like that's that that is a red flag. And I mean, maybe that's true. I mean, I guess we'll see. We'll see. But I don't know. At the same time, I just feel like this apartment honestly has everything to do with me, which is so exciting. It's like it has everything to do with me and it really doesn't matter. So um, I want to talk about my intentions for this year and this apartment for, for myself. So my intention with moving into this place is so I'm going to be there for, you know, I signed a year long lease. So I'm going to be there from um, July of 2023 to July of 2024. And in an ideal world I would love this to be the year that I decide where I want to go next I don't necessarily want to settle in the 815 no offense to the 815 I just don't really think it's where I want to put my roots um so I would love this year to be a time for me to um explore other parts of the country and get more clear on where I want to go next so that this time next year I can be moving somewhere else um and I will say the location of my sky castle right now is just like prime I mean as long as I'm in the 815 I really only want to live in the area I'm in like I am a mile away from anything I could possibly need to the point where I so here's something that's funny I'm literally moving a mile away from where I maybe not even that maybe it's a quarter of a mile half mile I don't know anyway it's super close to, to my dad's house so with that said I have only driven my car one time in the last week I've been going through a tank of gas in a month which 
literally six months ago, I was going through two tanks of gas a week. So this is like amazing. Like I walk to, I can walk to the grocery store. I can walk to, um, the gym that I go to. So I will say location of my sky castle is prime. And as long as I'm in the 815, like that will be my hood. Um, so yeah, so that is my intention. And another part of it is again, just like preparing for a new decade and preparing for what is next. Um, and I really want it to be like a healing place, like a healing sanctuary. So the woman who used to live there literally lived there for like 26 years. Can you imagine? I can't lived in an apartment for 26 years. So there will definitely be a lot of saging involved. I actually met her. And she's super cool, but it's always important. So for all of all my friends out there who are moving, it is always important to purify energy and spaces before you move into them so that you can make it your own because, you know, other, I mean, everyone has their own energy to them. And as long as you've inhabited a space, like the energy kind of starts to inhabit that space and um, as much as, again, as, much, as cool as she was, I just want to make sure that my energy can be in that space and it can really be for, for me and, and all that good stuff. Um, so yeah. And so I want it to be like a, like a healing space and I would love, I don't know, th- these are just dreams I have and I feel like I want to speak them into, into existence on my pod, but I would love, um, to have like Sunday night dinners or like weekly dinners of just like community, you know, of just community where it's like, all right, like on Sundays from like four to eight, swing by, stop by. I'll be whatever, making some, making some ribs and whatever else. And we can just chill and sit out on the back porch and paint our nails and watch movies or whatever. But I would love to have an opportunity to just have more like, like a community space um, cause I'm personally craving that. Um, and I don't know, I guess I'm curious if you guys are, if you guys are interested in this experience, please let me know. I would appreciate it greatly. Um, so with that said, I think, I think I'm pretty much wrapped up on this episode. I didn't prepare so much for this episode because I have been, cleaning this week and just getting settled. Um, So I really just kind of wanted to give you all a life update, a little, um, you know, a little look at my life into MLB's life and what's going on for moi. And um, yeah. So with that being said, I will go ahead and wrap up this week's pod. I just want you to know I'm holding you so tight in a thought hug. I am wishing you so well. I want you to know that I truly believe in you and I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart for supporting my show, for listening to my podcast. If you would please rate and review this pod, it would mean the world to me. Also, please share this with a friend if you think that they would enjoy the pod and follow me on all social media at Mary Lacey Banks. So with that said, I will talk to you next Wednesday. Bye. Mwah.